0: Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what is up thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. Um, I thought I'd start off today by sharing part, just part of a review that a listener named Jay Lentz Author left on Apple Podcasts. Not only do I appreciate this review because it's a review, which y'all, I so appreciate when you leave reviews. Seriously, it helps me. So much. It helps. It encourages me and it helps other people find the show. Um, But she also shares some really interesting information here. So, this is what she says This is a very energetic podcast. As a former teacher, I'm very excited that somebody is out there encouraging people to think critically. I think our whole society could use a class in critical thinking. I taught in a high school for nearly 20 years. For many years, critical thinking was part of the curriculum, it was part of our assessments, and it was a very important goal for us to help students think critically. However, after the No Child Left Behind Act, which this is my little insert, was enacted in 2001, just, you know, kind of the date for that, and the flooding of testing and outside curriculums geared toward that testing, many things changed in schools. That is when I began to see a lack of critical thinking being valued. Okay, super interesting. Um, Yep, I'm sure there have been several different things over the years that have decrease slowly bit by bit the critical thinking happening in our schools today. So that was super interesting. Thank you so much for leaving that review for the podcast. And thank you for listening. Your experience was really interesting in having seen the decline of critical thinking in schools. I know I never gotten any training in critical thinking, even though I went to a really good private Christian school. And that was way before this act was passed. Um, So yeah, anyways, I appreciate you sharing that with me. I do want to also say thanks to our sponsor, CTC Math. CTC Math is a homeschool math program that provides online video tutorials that make learning math easy and effective. CTC Math uses creative graphics and animation that are sure to grab and keep your child's attention. And they give you extensive reports that are so valuable in monitoring your child's progress. So go check them out and start your free trial today by visiting ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. And you can check out the show show notes for links and there's a link if you wanna get a discount on if you decide to start. Okay, today's new fallacy is called the appeal to group identity. So an appeal to group identity says that since you're part of a certain group, you should automatically do or believe X, Y, Z, right? Whatever the group does or believes. Now, this group could be pretty much any sort of group identity. It could be an appeal to people who are part of a specific religious group. It could be people who are part of a specific political affiliation. Uh, The appeal could be directed toward people who are part of a certain ethnic group or specific age groups, right? Whatever. Basically, they're saying you're a part of this group, so you should think this way or you should act this way. It's sometimes called the groupthink fallacy, and yes, if you're wondering, it is a form of a genetic fallacy, which we covered back in episode 18. So here's a simple example of what the appeal to group identity sounds like. Some of the girls on the college basketball team are petitioning the athletic department of their school to get better uniforms. But Emily and Sophie actually like the uniforms they have and they don't want to change them. The other girls on the team are pressuring Emily and Sophie to join the petition by telling them, we all need to show a unified front to the school in order to get this passed. So be a good teammate and support this petition for the team. Besides, you'll get used to the new uniforms eventually. Okay, so in this scenario, can you see the appeal to group identity? You're part of this basketball team, so whether you like the idea or not, we need you to sign the petition. They were expected to completely overlook their thoughts or their opinions on the subject in favor of going along with the petition just because they're part of the team. This fallacy can also sound like this. Well, they're one of us, so we have to accept their ideas, or we must believe that their ideas are right. This version of the appeal to group identity actually happened to me not too long ago. I was coming out of a building and there were a few folks out front who were working on getting signatures on a political petition to get certain candidates onto the ballot here in Colorado. One of the candidates I knew, he goes to our church and we know where he stands on important issues, so I was happy to sign his petition. Well, the person next to him asked me to sign the petition he was holding for a candidate I had never heard of. I said, I'm not comfortable signing because I didn't know the person and I didn't know what they stood for. So the man collecting the signatures responded by saying, well, he's a solid Christian and a patriot and he has great values, thinking that that would be enough to get me to sign. Do you see how he was appealing to some groups he thought I might identify with in order to try to get my signature? rather than actually addressing the specifics of where this candidate stood on certain issues. That was was an appeal to group identity. Super interesting, huh? Another version of this fallacy happens when someone's argument is dismissed or ridiculed or rejected simply because the person is not part of the group. We've seen this happen in our culture when it comes to the topic of abortion. There have been men who are speaking up to defend pro-life arguments and have been told that they have no say in the subject simply because they're not women. Essentially, in this version of the fallacy, they're saying that the only opinions who matter are those of the people in this group, in other words, women. This can be dangerous, you guys, because it's really easy for specific groups to get tunnel vision. And when they reject outside input, they can really miss out on important ideas and wisdom that could add to the discussion. When we only hear from people who think just like us, it can be limiting and sometimes even dangerous. There's a quote that says, it's the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. I'm going to say it again because it's a good quote. It is the mark of an educated mind to be able to entertain a thought without accepting it. And I'd agree. And I think it's a really good practice to hear ideas contrary to your own and practice the skill of thinking well about them. You can't do that if the only people you ever hear from are those in your same group. And by the way, if you're wondering, I don't know who actually coined that quote. It is usually attributed to Aristotle. But in my research, I learned that's not true. He didn't actually say that quote. Somebody kind of, they think somebody kind of took something that he said and made a quote out of it. So I don't know who said it, but I agree with it. And I think it's a good quote. So the problem with the thinking behind this fallacy is that just because you're a member of a certain group, that doesn't mean you have to just accept whatever they're telling you to believe or to do. You actually have to stop and think about what it is they're telling you to do and ask if it's really true and ask if it's really right to do that thing that they're wanting to do or to believe the ideas that they're wanting you to believe. Don't just accept it because you belong to that group. What makes this fallacy even harder to recognize and stand against, is that oftentimes there's an emotional element to how they're trying to get you to do or believe whatever they're wanting you to do or believe. Oftentimes they'll appeal to pride over being part of that group. They'll remind you how unique and special and awesome it is to be part of that group. They'll appeal to your pride and your joy and belonging to the group as the basis for getting you to accept what they're saying. Sometimes they'll try to induce shame for not going along with the group, making you feel like you'd be an outsider if you don't go along with what they're saying. It takes a really strong, confident person to see this fallacy for yourself and to be able to analyze the issues at hand for what they are and make a decision for yourself. I have friends who are part of particular ethnic groups who have told me that they feel this pressure. They're told that everyone in there ethnic group always votes a certain way in that it's the only right way to vote for that group of people. The pressure is really strong for them. And sometimes they feel like it's easier to just go along with it than to stand up and go against the group thing because they can be made to feel like they're a traitor to their race. Whew, y'all, that's tough. That's some serious pressure. And honestly, most people are not able to withstand the pressure, but they could be. If they just had the skills to think through the message being presented to them, they'd be able to see the fallacy, and then they'd have the freedom to make an educated decision for themselves. And maybe they would still vote that particular way, or maybe they wouldn't, but either way, they'd be doing it for the right reasons, not just because of the appeal to group identity. So the question to ask yourself when you're facing an appeal to group identity is this. Is it really true that I have to do this just because I belong to this group? Let me say it again. Is it really true that I have to do this just because I belong to this group? All right, guys, that's it for today. And remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well send them in They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filter it through a brain cell.com. or you can connect with me on Instagram at filter it through a Brain cell. and if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing go to www.filter it a brain cell.com sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.